listening to the SoPro Podcast, part of the River City Podcasting Network. finished cooked up for him. Guess you know by So pro ho 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 <laughs> tournament. You are now entering So Pro Ho 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 Tournament Part 2. Let's go ahead and move on to our non-traditional, I'm calling it, bracket. Um, I believe this will be the number one seed Die Hard. Just another American who saw too many movies as a child. Another orphan of a bankrupt culture who thinks he's John Wayne, Rambo, Marshall Dillon. I was always kind of partial to Roy Rogers, actually. I really like those sequined shirts. Versus the family man. Do you want to die? No. Look, I'm talking about a business deal. Okay, I buy the ticket from you for $200. I take it to a store where the guy behind the counter doesn't have a death wish. I just made myself a quick $38. Like I said, it's it's just business deal. Um, starring Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Jordan looks like he has something Jordan to say. I was just going to go, welcome to the party, pal. And I didn't think it was appropriate. So. <laughs> Now, The Family Man, is that not where it's kind of like a remake of It's a Wonderful Life? Yeah, it's a little bit, yeah. It's the alternate reality where if you... Alternate timeline, if you change one thing... You know, what would be different in your life? As if, I mean, I think about that stuff all the time. You know, I love time travel and things like this, but this is that, you know, Nicolas Cage. He's back, like a high-powered yeah, yeah, businessman. Businessman that wakes a, up. Lives a lonely life. He, he didn't, he moved to London or something away from his college girlfriend and for a year and, you know, lost touch with her. And basically he wakes up Christmas morning and 
He's married and has kids. He's and, married to her, yeah. yeah. Realized what would happen if he had come back early from that trip and actually married her. She's is played by Taya Leone, who's mm-hmm. really hot in that movie. Yeah. And you want me? That is the general idea. God, you're beautiful. How can you look at me like you haven't seen me every day for the last 13 years? <laughs> it's just, it's a it's a good, good. I like Nicolas Cage anyway. I, this was back when he was, now he's kind of a joke, but right. I can't be the only one that liked him back no, then. No, no, That's why no, I think huge. this is a movie that um, not a lot of people, were, you know, you think Christmas about, but yet somehow you find it on at some point during the season and you always right. kind of hang around and oh it's, well. it's the Clarence character equivalent is Don Cheadle plays Cash yeah. the homeless guy you know uh, counterpoint die hard yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How well, many, hey, how, the how, reason we're going into such detail about uh, family man is because this is our last chance to talk about it so uh, yeah if you can tell me how many terrorists he kills in the movie, then I'll give it a shot okay now that that what we skipped Santa Claus coming to town and they kill a lot of terrorists in that <laughs> I agree. Yeah, if you go okay. back to Die Hard, somebody wax poetic about that. That should be easy. I wanted this to be professional, efficient, adult, cooperative. Not a lot to ask. Alas, your Mr. Takagi did not see it that way, so he won't be joining us for the rest of his life. Yeah, I, I, I always say Die Hard is my favorite Christmas movie, and I'm not trying to be a smart aleck. You're not trying to be a hipster? No, no, it's... <laughs> Now I have a machine gun. Some people argue oh, that it's not oh, oh, a Christ- oh. you know, it's not Christmassy, but that's a it's watch it again. That's yeah. littered with Christmas. Oh yeah. Well they're at the Chris the the company Christmas party. The whole right? plot of the movie centers around it has to be on Christmas because certain do to do with the bearer bonds and so everything has to be closed yeah. and you know it, it's all it's airtight. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's great. Like I, I almost don't want to go too far into it. Until it's actually up against okay. a real match. Okay. So, are we diehard? It is. Well, I was jokingly going to say that you know the Family Man does have Jeremy Pivens in it. Go get him, Tiger. Did I get that name right? Piven. No. Jeremy Pivens. How, <laughs> how many Jeremy Pivens are? <laughs> As I scan across trying. the room, always try. <laughs> <laughs> Trying is half the battle. <laughs> well, I was going to say I've, I've always. <laughs> Well, what I was trying to spit out was I've always liked him since PCU, but other than that, we'll move on. I'll concede to Die Hard. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee game. Okay. Uh, Next on the docket, we have Love Actually. I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. Christmas is all around me, and so the feeling grows. Love this movie. Versus Ernest saves Christmas. <laughs> In the past, there have been many traditional ways to celebrate Christmas with songs, with gifts, with family and friends. There's a new way. Ho, 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 Bert. With Ernest. Ernest P. Worrell. Hello! 
Back. You know what I mean? Back to Save Santa. Santa's in the slammer. Look at those beady, twinkling eyes. Back to Save Christmas. Now, if, if you Go wanna, for it, Jordan. If you want to get the personalities of the people in this room, these were both of the, neither of these were on the original bracket, and two people chipped in that they must be added, or actually, <laughs> both Seth and Michael were like, you have to have love, actually. It's a classic romance. And I was like, what about Ernest? <laughs> <laughs> The, 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 yeah, the two like polar opposite movies. That's exactly the how it happened. Too. <laughs> we were like, these have to be on here, Cliff. We demanded Ernest and, and Love Actually. I, honestly, I have to admit that I, I don't believe I've ever seen Love Actually. Oh my gosh. I've I'm never surprised. seen it either. I'm That's so good. You two surprised me the most. Yeah. yeah. Well, for one, it's got but this. You're a girl and you're Cliff. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, as as I was explaining to these guys, is one of the main characters in Love Actually. He's this old crotchety, like, 70s rocker that's trying to make this hit come back. So, Billy, welcome back to the Airwaves. New Christmas single cover of Love is All Around. Except we've changed the word love to Christmas. Yes, uh, is that an important message to you, Bill? <laughs> Not really, Mike. Christmas is a time for people with someone they love in their lives. And that's not you? That's not me, Michael. And and he's changing the words to make it more Christmassy. Christmassy and he's being a total um, jerk throughout the whole thing. And, and just for that fact, I love that character because he was in another movie called Strange Fruit that is one of my all-time favorite movies about a 70s band, but I'm going on a tangent here. But anyway... As it would be. Yes. Um, but my favorite part of that movie is with Carrie Knightley. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Kira Knightley, yes. What he's going to say... please continue. Yeah, what he's, he's going to talk about... As, Michael, uh, you move your mouth and say you talk. <laughs> Let me bend over first. Kira Knightley... This character is dating. Uh, I would love for you to try Chiwetel Ejiofor. Uh, <laughs> Isn't Lupita Nyong'o in this? <laughs> but uh, uh, Andrew Lincoln from The Walking Dead is in this movie, and he pines for Kira Knightley's character. Shows up. It's a big scene. It, this is your most well-known scene from the movie. He shows up. Uh, late in the movie with some cue cards outside her door when she's there with her boyfriend and she comes out and he holds him up basically telling her how much he well, loves her. Well, before that she thinks he hates her. Yeah. yeah. But he, he's telling her how much he, he loves her and that he knows he can't pursue it and he doesn't have like ulterior motive here other than just let her know. But it's to very him, romantic and it, he doesn't you know break him up or anything. But one of the cards says, to me you are perfect, which I think is just... Perfect. Yeah, he says, and my wasted heart will love you until you look like this, and shows her a picture of a mummy. <laughs> and that goes up. That has, but it does have a lot of people in it: Alan Rickman, Hugh Grant, Liam Neeson, and it's it's just a good. It's like eight different stories, you know, kind of a smashed together bunch of stories, and it's it's very Christmas themed. That's mainly the reason I thought it should be on the list because I've seen it on a lot of lists, and a lot of you know people like it. Um, and then go tell us all about Ernest. I did, ahead, I, will say, I, did, I did see Ernest in the theater. Nice. In nice. 1988. Ho, 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 Vern. Very I thought you said this Vern was a friend of yours. No, oh, Vern's just like that. He'll do anything for a laugh. Come on. It's Santa's little party helper. Hi. 
No, I, I'm just, like I said, I, I, I'm sorely overmatched on this this whole category, but Ernest was one I watched every year, probably even when it wasn't Christmas. It's dumb. I know it's dumb, but hey, I love it. It's Ernest. Yeah, he saves Christmas. Christmas almost doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah which you'll never, you're never going to see in another movie. <laughs> Ernest, Ernest is strange to me. Well, yeah, he's strange, but... I feel like no one talks about Ernest anymore. It was like a, he was a big thing there for a while, and you know, kids today have no idea who Ernest is. I, we introduced yeah. Ernest well, last talk year. About for our kids. Yeah. <laughs> last year they watched my boys watched Ernest Saves Christmas, loved it, and I think we found some cheap DVDs of some of the other. I don't remember, Ernest goes to the camp. Sequels. Some of the other ones, yeah. Did and, Ernest uh, have like some kind of weird supervillain type evil character in it? There's no yeah, villain. The there's no villain in this movie. No, no, no. no. That was on like because he had like a Saturday morning yeah. show, right? Yeah. That was okay, on maybe the show that's what it was. Where okay. he, I think he actually played the villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, was very, very strange. But <laughs> it's it's right up there with Ed Grimley. Yeah, yeah. The the one thing I really my takeaway from Ernest, and this is just a dumb fact, but the thing I remember was this movie was actually filmed. Um, down at Walt Disney World on uh, around Orlando, and then at uh, it's like the first movie filmed at Disney's then MGM Studios. It may have been the only film <laughs> that was ever actually made. Claim to fame, yeah. Disney, yeah. Uh, yeah so I, I just personally, I love Ern. I haven't watched it in several years. I'm sure it doesn't hold up, but it's I have on a the lot DVR of, at our house. Come nice. on, I'm gonna come over. He's <laughs> like searching for a new Santa Claus. Yeah, there's he's a, a cab, girl who's he's like running away driver. from home. Yeah, yeah. He takes in some young, teen runaway. Is it somebody? The girl? I don't. I don't, I don't know her name. Yeah, I don't think it's. This is the only Ernest movie that actually has Vern in it. Vern is in the movie. They have flying reindeer that they're trying to like keep in boxes to get mm-hmm. to Santa. Mm-hmm. I think we all should have movie night over at the Lowe's. <laughs> <laughs> They've got them all in the DVR. <laughs> so yeah, my my sympathy vote goes to Ernest, but I do give credit to Love Actually. It's one of the more modern movies on this list because it's hard to just make a Christmas classic. Yeah. And this one really became that kind of organically. I don't know how well it did at the box office, but it's sort of become a tradition and, and people, you know, word of mouth, it's kind of spread. And it's how many movies come out on the Family Channel and every year. There's a romantic Christmas movie and they're all kind of generic. Like this one actually built and earned its reputation through fans and people who really love it. So good on you, but I'm still sticking <laughs> so, with Ernest. Don't know Ernest. <laughs> know what I mean, Vern? <laughs> yeah, I'm Ernest all the way. Ernest? Ernest, yes. I'm voting for Ernest as well. It's three Ernest. <laughs> By default, I haven't seen Love Actually. I've seen Ernest saves Christmas. I'll go with Ernest. You are no longer family. That's for <laughs> Ernest. Uh, Ernest wins. I, yeah, I really just wanted the other one on the list, so I'm fine with Ernest. I think this will be as far as he rides. Are we saying so. through dumb luck, Ernest stumbled? <laughs> That's, that's, the, that's the plot of every How Ernest fitting. movie. The underdog takes the victories. <laughs> okay. Um, next. Plane, trains, and automobiles. During holiday travel, some people get delirious. Some get delayed. And some get Del Griffin. American Light and Fixture, Director of Sales, Shower Curtain Ring Division. Neil Page got all three. I was on my way home to spend a nice holiday with my family. Instead, I'm in a motel bed with a stranger. So instead of Thanksgiving with his family, he's spending three days with the turkey. Versus 
Trading Places, the uh, classic Dan Aykroyd. And Eddie Murphy! I had the most absurd nightmare. I was poor and no one liked me. I know what you're thinking. You see Foggy and Beth? We can make it, baby! Me and you! Bet that that man could run our company as well as your young Woodthorpe. Is there a problem, officers? By the way, food and rent, not the only things around here that cost money. You sleep on the couch. Trading places. Some very funny bits. Now, I will say this. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is a Thanksgiving movie. I know. I tried to get him to take it off the list. Uh, but, I mean, I love the movie. Yes. But I love a lot of movies, and they're not Christmas movies. I agree. Well... I have to admit, holidays. Uh, yeah, holidays. yeah, that's kind of. How I would I'm say that at. I like that the holidays start at Thanksgiving because I like them to last a long time, so I'll allow it. <laughs> but, but technically, this is he, this movie is set before Thanksgiving. He, he's trying to get to Thanksgiving. But this is comedy gold. Yeah, this well. is John Candy. Steve Martin at the top of their game. I didn't say it wasn't good. I just said it's not Christmas. Hey, this list has nothing to do with good movies. Speaking of that movie, I did see where there's a part where Steve Martin's looking out the window, and he was thinking about other things, and John Hughes was filming and caught caught it and like actually used it in the movie, and Steve had no idea that he was being filmed during because he just thought it was a perfect look at that right at that scene. I heard also that the part where he has his hand between two pillows, that's all improvised. Dale. Oh. Oh. Why did you kiss my ear? Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. I think my favorite part, of, my favorite little scene is it's got to be the uh, the car scene when um, they're they're going down the highway and, and there's another car. You know, they kind of look over and pans over and there's there's a couple in another car kind of yelling at them and and they're like, you know, they're waving it off and they're going, "You're going the wrong way." Yeah. That is definitely a classic scene. It's a great movie. Well, I'm going to be the oddball and go with Train Places because I actually have not seen Planes and Trains Automobiles that much. And <laughs> train- Remind me, how, what is Train Places? What did how I do? How did it that, Christmas? That, I, don't, I don't remember Christmas. It's set right. at Christmas. It's set at That's Christmas. all you get. I mean, trust me. It's a, yeah. Cliff, just anything. <laughs> at, one, at one point in the movie, Dan Aykroyd is wearing a Santa suit. That's as Christmassy as it gets. But he is a big businessman, works for Mortimer and born, Randolph. Born into it character, Yeah, um, works for this big trading company um, on Eddie, Wall Street. Yeah. Eddie Murphy's a home, homeless con man. And, and Jamie Lee Curtis plays a uh, hooker. Yeah, hooker with a heart of gold. Michael. That's right. She got a heart. Of and something. there's a well. There's this is an '80s movie, people. So be aware. This is not for your kids. There's a <laughs> lot of toplessness going on in this movie. But they uh, basically more. And obviously, I watched this a lot as a kid. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we know you saw everything as a child. Mortimer and Randolph are like to, they're just super rich, and they like to have stupid bets with each other. And they bet that they, if we take this homeless guy and put him in Dan Aykroyd's spot, take Dan Aykroyd and ruin him, that Aykroyd will turn to a life of crime, and Eddie Murphy will it's flourish. Nature versus nurture. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly what it is. is. And that's what the whole movie's about: is those two dealing with it and trying to. But they eventually hook up. 
and figure it out and try and turn the tables. Yeah. So it's fine. It's good. I mean, it's a good comedy. Eddie Murphy's hilarious. I say it's a good right where they're at the sweet spot for both his actors. Yeah, I'm, I, it's good. Yeah, I've seen both of these, but it's been years for either of them. So I will throw my vote to whoever yeah. <laughs> whoever needs it. I'll go with popular opinion on this one. Okay. So I'll start it off and say. That since they're both barely Christmas, I'll just go with the better movie, which is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. We got a nod. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'll go with Planes. Uh, this is one I know I kind of watched a bit in years past, but never really knew it that well, and just more in recent years because Valerie really likes it more than I do, and she's kind of forced me to watch it a little bit more when it's on around the holidays. So, yeah, I, it is a great movie. Very funny. I will second that. So moving on, planes, trains, and automobiles. And our last matchup is, of course... Which, the, this is an odd matchup. Uh, this is an odd one. <laughs> the Christmas classic Gremlins. Having fun? Pretty neat, huh? Hey, what is with you guys? How about showing up for a change, okay? I already fed you. Twelve o'clock yet. All right. Keep an eye on him. Versus uh, Billy Bob Thornton in Bad, Bad Santa. If you were Santa, you could do magic. You want to see some magic? Here, let's watch you disappear. Jesus, Mother Mary and Joseph, you piss yourself. Your performance, you know, the um, performance like sexual. Excuse me, Willie. Are you saying there's something wrong with my gear? Is that what you're saying to me? I'm sorry, your gear, Willie. My. How'd you get sick? I loved a woman who wasn't clean. Mrs. Santa? No, it was her sister. You are really Santa, right? Has anybody watched that, watched that lately? It's I didn't watch Bad Santa, but I did watch Badder Santa, the unrated version. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. <laughs> and I watched Gremliner. The Gremlins. So much mogwai nudity, you don't even know what you're doing. <laughs> Bad Santa is like super raunchy. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 hilarious, really funny. This is when Billy Bob was really funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was where he was funny at being kind of gross yeah. and that bad uh, news bear era, oh, era yeah, for absolutely. him. Yeah. But my wife watched that movie just because it had the actress that played Lorelai. Yeah, it's Gilmore got a Gilmore Girls. girl in yeah. it, so that that's that's what's her name, Michael? I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> Lauren Graham. Yeah. Thank you. I've always had a thing for um, Santa Claus, <laughs> in case you didn't notice. It's like some deep-seated childhood thing. She's very young. That's It's like 12 years ago. She looks like 20 years younger in that movie. It's got two guys, uh, John Ritter and Bernie Mac, who aren't with us yeah. anymore. That you know, I, I, This has got to be like one of Ritter's last things he did, because mm-hmm. I forgot he was in it, and I think he's been gone for a long time. Quite a while. But, it, I mean, it's good. There were times that I got ticked off watching it just because, even though I knew this was such a rotten character, I don't, you know, there's a kid in it that, you know, befriends Billy Bob Thornton's character, and he, uh, you know, everybody picks on this kid, but he just is super nice to Billy Bob Thornton, and 
he just treats him terribly. And he like the kid's got this little advent ca- calendar, and Billy Bob Thornton just rips the whole thing open and eats it all. You know, it's like ah, it just felt so, like made me like really feel bad yeah. for this kid. And I'm like, there's a cringe-worthy moment there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The the basic plot though, real quick, is the it's you've got this. He's playing out a department mall. store mall Santa. He's got this uh, little person as his friend that works He's as an elf. Yeah, he does really. I can't. I can't remember his name, but it, but they're basic. They have a particular set of skills where <laughs> you know the little guy can hide in the department store, and after they close, you know, let yeah. him in, and they steal everything. So. I like it, but you guys can tell me how great Gremlins is and how Christmassy it is. Now, remember early when I said I always say Die Hard is my favorite Christmas movie? You changed it right now. Well, sometimes I say Gremlins is my favorite <laughs> Christmas movie, and it is. It's it's Christmas is a central key to the plot of it. It's you know, I, the the dad's trying to find a gift for his son. He goes to a mysterious shop, buys this pet with their three rules. You have to take care of it. Um, Which is, I always thought it was a great performance by the actor that played the dad. Yeah, he's really good. He's very, very good in that movie. Michael, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> so the whole setting of the movie is very, you know, I like mm-hmm. the setting of the town. But even like the odd, like the father being like this weird inventor, like mm-hmm. that's so kind of oddball to the plot, but it still adds some weird flavor to it. What are the rules? Uh, the rules are no sunlight, because light is bad. No getting them wet, because then they'll multiply, and you can't feed them after midnight, or something bad happens. <laughs> but yeah, the the story. Uh, what is her name? Phoebe Cates. Is that the yes? That the girl yes. Mm-hmm. She the story she tells about why she doesn't like Christmas. It's. I mean, Gremlins is a funny mess movie. You up, man. Like it kid. is. It is a haunting <laughs> moment. <laughs> Especially as a young kid, when you're still, there might be some doubts to San real, is he not? You know, this story is 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 uh, pretty bracing, and uh, yeah, Gremlins all the way. Valerie, I'm voting for Bad Santa just because of Lauren Graham and Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen either one of those movies. I'm going with Gremlins. I was going to say, do I have to ask? <laughs> I got to go Gremlins. I'll go Gremlins. Also, Michael. Gremlins. Gremlins. Oh, I won't even vote then. All right. Gremlins, moving on. Okay, now, the heavy hitters of the bracket. This is my personal favorite for category. <laughs> Saving the best for last. The comedy category. This is the Ta- hardest category, I think. This is top number one category. Our comedy category, the best of the best, the heavy hitters. Um, first matchup. Probably the undisputed greatest movie ever made. Could you not? You're like, undisputed. I like how he puts that out there. Do not There's dispute. No argument we are literally here. sitting here disputing things. <laughs> I, I just like how what he put it up to. Like not even. It's just. Yeah. Are you are you saying this is fixed? I feel like yeah. Jingle All the Way is like the Mary Sue movie that you just purposely put there to easily throw away. Come on, Jingle All the, the Way is a classic. Okay, so National Lampoons. Christmas Vacation, 1989. And I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood... 
fucking dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is! Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? Chevy Chase at his prime. Not the only John Hughes movie on this list. It's great. I mean, are, go ahead. are we going to go? I don't want to go too crazy about this because we're... I actually do enjoy Jingle All the Way. Every holiday season, there's one toy everyone has to have. I want the Turbo Man action figure with the arms and legs that move, and the Rock and Roar jetpack, and the Boomerang shooter. Getting it is every child's dream. Whoever doesn't can be a real loser. Finding it. You got the doll, right? Is this father's nightmare? I'll get that toy. I promise. Whoa! Nothing like waiting till the last minute, I would say. It's because yeah, Arnold's let's trying talk to about all the way. This is because he moment. he's trying to find <laughs> the Turbo Man toy throughout the whole movie, and you can relate Sinbad. To Sinbad is like the evil mailman that they're both trying to like go after this toy. Yeah, one of the great villains of all Christmas is yeah. Sinbad the mailman. <laughs> <laughs> but to the point where he actually even dresses up like Turbo Turbo Man. And, and his was, son sees it. Thanks for spoiling the ending, Michael. Yeah. Well, Shut I mean, your it's crazy. Everyone should. Yeah. It, if you hear it, you'll just want to watch it. It's a good movie. He's flying around like Turbo Man. I wasn't expecting that. The most recent time I saw this, I forgot. It's Turbo Time. Yeah. Oh, it, it, the line. And just because it's, the line is not, I'm not a pervert. <laughs> I just want a Turbo Man doll. <laughs> The kid is uh, Jake Lloyd. Yeah. Do you remember the you yep. know the infamous the Jake Phantom Lloyd. Menace Jake Lloyd? Phil Hartman, this has gotta be one of his last movies. Mm-hmm. This, this As is the neighbor. I think he died in ninety eight. He played he's the real villain of the movie. He is. He's the divorced dad that's you know uh, creeping on the, uh, the neighbor on, woman yeah, putting up the, it's the on bishop all the wife all over again yeah <laughs> the bishop's wife yeah. <laughs> yeah my my only real connection to this film i've never seen it but it's uh you know late night with conan o'brien they used to do the bits where you'd see the mouth move on the pictures and they did arnold schwarzenegger every time and every bit would work in jingle all the way <laughs> so, to me every time i hear the title jingle all the way i can only hear that bad schwarzenegger impression so I remember that. yeah national lampoons christmas vacation give it my vote yes absolutely me too yeah i'm there i've never seen jingle all the way so no question. One for jingle. <laughs> Burn some dust here. Eat my rubber. That's all I got to say. <laughs> you want to ride behind somebody who does something like that? We're going to pull around them and leave them safely behind us. Burn some dust here. Eat my rubber. <laughs> Christmas vacation, of course, moves on. <laughs> okay. Uh, next, we have Elf. Hey. Your costume is pretty. Oh, it's not a costume. I'm an elf. Oh. Well, technically I'm a human, but I was raised by elves. New Line Cinema presents the story of one elf who's coming home for Christmas. Boy, can't wait to see my dad. We're going to go ice skating and eat sugar plums. 
now. I think someone sent you a Christmas gram. Dad! We should call security. Good idea. I like to whisper too. Buddy's experiencing a world he never knew existed. The Will Ferrell 2004 classic versus The Grinch, Who Stole Christmas, Ron Howard, um, Jim Carrey. In a place where the Christmas spirit is everywhere. Have the best Christmas Well, almost everywhere. Counting down the Christmas clock, all young people. Blast this Christmas music! It's joyful and triumphant. Jim Carrey is the Grinch. Pretty good cast. This is the updated. So Will it's Ferrell. actually called How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah. What did I say? Yeah, he had it on there wrong. Oh, I do. Yeah. They're, they're both called How oh, the Grinch Stole Anything Christmas. Anything else Cliff can screw up. I know. <laughs> I know. Great job, Cliff. Hey, I've did a lot of work. We know who's going to win. I mean, yeah. So we've got, yeah, we've got Will Ferrell banter. versus Jim Carrey, two comedians that people either love or hate. So, uh, well, I'm, poison. I'm not a huge fan of Will Ferrell. Uh, but I will say Elf is one of the great great Christmas movies that is constantly every year at our house around Christmas time. We definitely watch Elf. If you ask any kid, teenager right now what their favorite Christmas movie is, I, and I have been, it's Elf. <laughs> <laughs> I, I go around and I, I have been in schools all week. Did you have to talk to the school psychologist? I just hang out in the bathroom. He's on, he's on a list now, but it's okay. He's got, he's got the data. So. I was like, they're like, you're going on a list. I'm like, I am making a list. And you're checking it twice? That's right. They, but, my, like, they all love Elf. I love Elf. I mean, it, it's... It's I mean, it really speak- holds up. That when you were talking about love actually becoming a Christmas classic, this is the other one yeah. on this list that is this the, uh, the same vein, yeah. if not more. The, this one holds up. I have two stories, personal stories, about one each of, of these movies. The first one was uh, The Grinch. Um, actually, the year it came out. Um, just a little thing. We were go- all getting ready to, we were at my family Christmas, and um, my, my cousin and I and, and his family, we were all discussing, um, hey, let's go see The Grinch on, when it comes out, because it came out on a Wednesday. And we'd scheduled it, and we're like, yeah, this, this is going to be a lot of fun. And um, before we got to that, um, we decided to have our first son that day. So we did not get to go see The Grinch. <laughs> And you named him Cooper Grinch Barn. <laughs> <laughs> actually, the second story I have is um, about Elf and Cooper. Um, when the movie came out that year, he was just about four years old. Um, and we actually went to, we took him, it was one of the first movies he ever saw. We were really excited because we, we loved Will Ferrell on Saturday Night Live and we're big fans. So we're going to go see this new Christmas movie. And um, it was a fairly empty theater. And then at the end of the movie, we loved the movie. And at the end of the movie, when um, they're in the park and, and, and everyone starts singing, you know, you better watch out, you know, all that. My, my son, the four-year-old, stands up in his chair in the movie theater and starts singing along. <laughs> it was just like... I'm I'm here with my dad and we never met and he wants me to sing him a song (laughs) 
and um, I was adopted, but you didn't know I was born. So I'm here now. I found you, Daddy. And guess what? I love you. I love you. I love you. Pour our hearts out. We still talk about it every Christmas, every time we watch Elf. That's that's my memory from that movie. I mean, Cooper loves that you're he, you're getting this on. Oh, he, yeah. Recording him and him and all his high school friends. Yeah. Are, you know, they're downloading, and listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely, I'm. Uh, it, it's Elf for me. I will say about the Grinch that I did. As much as it is a reinterpretation of the original, it's not bad. It's not really yeah. that terrible. It's a little jokey, but you got like Anthony Hopkins mm-hmm. narrating and Jim Carrey, you know, did a good job. And it's a Ron, Ron Howard. Ron, it was yeah. a quality Christmas yeah. movie. I feel like I don't know that it got a lot of love maybe when it came out, but it, yeah, it's one that they play every year. And I it's, think people kind of appreciate it now maybe a little more than maybe when it came out, yeah. but. Was yeah, a little I, sacrilegious. Like, how dare you yeah, remake exactly, the Grinch? Right. Maybe. Well, it's also there's like some awkward moments there where like this girl's like obsessed with the Grinch and it gets like some sexual tension in there. It's just really weird. <laughs> I don't remember that one from the cartoon version. <laughs> yeah, I th- I, I'm gonna have to go with Elf on this one. That, yeah, th- this is the one that I think of probably all of these that's kind of become the, the tradition in our house with our boys. You know, the last couple of years that, you know, they love it. We watch it every year. It's you very know, they, quotable. Yeah, they go around telling me I smell like beef and cheese. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very quotable. I sit on a throne of lies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very funny. That's, yeah, we're, I think we're, we're elf all the way in our. Yeah, house. that's another one they watch in school every year, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, know. Okay. I, I don't have anything against the Grinch. I said it's, but it's, it is kind of a lesser version of something. Like, yeah. I prefer the cartoon, so I can't give it a win. And so elf. Much that you voted against it earlier. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> you're tearing me apart. But Elf, I, I said, I'm not the biggest Christmas movie watcher, which should be obvious by this, this ranking we're doing, but Elf does it for me. Like, I, I really like it. And there's a lot of these other movies, If you know, eh, it's okay, it's kind of sh- uh, schmaltzy, but Elf, I think it's because I, I would have lost a bet that, oh, Will Ferrell can make something really heartfelt and, and actually charming where he's usually a little more cynical and, and but like it's really warm and it's, he's really good hearted in the movie so yeah Elf is I, definitely I love the feel of the movie too kind of drawing from Rudolph with the elves and their outfits and the whole all the all the costumes at the beginning of that are exactly from the Rankin and Bass original yeah, one yeah. Like, it, the whole all, look of the, the yeah, set they I mean, specifically did that all and even exactly having the, like the stop motion animation it's kind it. of a love letter to these other classics. It is. It's become a classic by itself. Yeah, I'm, of course. And just, elf. you know, and he, and he you know, gets to the real world and, like, every single person he comes out is completely cynical <laughs> and, like, and he just never wavers in his enthusiasm yeah. and he eventually kind of wins everyone over. Yeah, it's a great, great movie. Okay. Um, so, Elf is the clear winner. Um, another big one is A Christmas Story versus uh, The Bill Murray Scrooged. 7 o'clock, Psycho sees Santa's workshop, and only Lee Majors can stop them. In the night, the reindeer die. Be here. You can't show that commercial. That thing looked like the the Manson family Christmas special. Think I'm way off base? Yes, you're a tad off base, sir. Frank Cross is more than the youngest network president in television history. Call security. Have him change his locks and toss him out of the building. Oh, he's fired? It's Christmas. What's a Christmas story? <laughs> You'll shoot your eye out. Okay, Black Bart, 
Now you get yours. I shot my eye out. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. You'll shoot your eye out. Oh, oh, oh. Ralphie, you be careful out there. Don't shoot your eye out. Can't be seen. Oh, duh. <laughs> yeah. I had to be the dumb, dumb. I thought you were joking. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I had a brain fart. I'm sorry. It's, yeah. So. I feel really bad on that let's one. Let's lead with, with Scrooge. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where yeah. we're going here. Yeah, this is, you know, your kind of really, dark version of. I really like Scrooge. Again, it's another movie I watched as a kid. <laughs> Same here, and I don't know why, but that's a movie that I probably haven't seen in 15 years. But yeah. I remember watching that as a little kid, and it was kind of creepy. I remember it's, being, it's really dark. But, yeah, but I don't know why. I was like, oh, yeah, I liked that movie when I was a kid. Why? I don't know, but yeah. Because you just love Mary Lou Retton as Tiny Tim. I I am only... solid gold dancer. I'm only going to pick um, Scrooge because Christmas Story played over and over again in my house where I was, like, sick of it as a child. Like, I think my mom must have watched Love That Movie or something because it just was, like, on it nonstop, and I got so sick of the dad. My father worked in profanity the way other artists might work in oils or clay. It was his true medium, a master. I got your back on this one All right. for the opposite reason. Christmas Story scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> I couldn't watch it over and over again, and I wouldn't watch it. I, I honestly don't think I've seen it since I was 10 years old. It scared me so bad. What? exact exchange and nuance of phrase in this ritual is very important. Huh, are you kidding? Stick my tongue to that stupid pole that's dumb. That's because you know it'll stick. You're full of it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like double dog dare you. Now it was serious. A double dog dare. The Santa Claus? Which part? The, well, I'll tell you from, from the little brother's <laughs> perspective. I don't even have a, I don't I'll, even know what to I'll say. You, I'll give you a little bit of background from the little brother's perspective. What else was left but a triple dare you? And finally, the coup de grace of all dares, the sinister triple really dog dare. I triple dog dare you. Schwartz created a slight breach of etiquette by skipping the triple dare and going right for the throat. All right, all right. Wintertime. Get ready to go outside <laughs> to play, okay? My older brother, Jordan, grabs me by the shoulders. And, I mean, as serious as all could be, like, he had stared death in the face, says to me, promise me, promise me, you will not stick your tongue on any pole. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going. Flick's spine stiffened, his lips curled in a defiant sneer. There was no going back now. Really 
I mean, he was definitely afraid that, that one of us was going to get our tongues stuck on the Because you had walked out of the house with it just hanging I'm out. Fairly <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go find a pole to lick. <laughs> I'm a pretty scared, anxious kid anyway. You? And the, the, and the, uh, the, the thought of being stranded by myself, stuck to a pole, by my sensitive pink little tongue. And the bully, the bully, his eyes were yellow. <laughs> So help me God, they were yellow. <laughs> I, I couldn't do it. it. It was too much for me. Because I didn't watch horror movies as a kid. This was a horror movie to me. And I, it never got that. I can't watch it now as an adult and see all the warm, fuzzy feelings. Because it just... It, it. Well, I, and you, I think you scared me off of that movie for many years. Because I, I was the same way. Where I didn't watch it for many years. I love I mean, this. I, watch the crap it every I, I love watching Cliff sweat over here. <laughs> that you guys are all saying this because he is I just dying. I made him watch it. Yeah, like my two lovely years wife ago. is like, "Oh, it's wonderful," and it's kind of become a thing where. You know, because they play it like all day long, right? Yeah, Twenty-four hours. So we'll sit down after the kids are in bed Christmas Eve, and we're kind of get starting to get the presents ready, and that kind of stuff. It'll just be on the TV, and that, for the last five, six years, I mean, it's just yeah, just play. He refused to watch it for the first couple uh, yeah, of years, and then I, I started watching. I'm like, okay, this this is a good movie. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's Santa, keep, let's keep let's Santa yeah. kicking you down a, a slide, yeah. shooting your. It's a horror film. <laughs> it's the worst Christmas ever. Right, let's but, talk about how great Scrooge is. Let's we'll, we'll see if we can win this. Uh, Richard Donner uh, directed this. This is nuts. Superman directed. Yeah, I mean, they're trying quality. to sway votes here. Oh yeah, and at the end, I, I mean, well, this is your Christmas Carol, you know, adaptation, and, yeah. and at the end, I remember Bill Murray, like, really, his character, of course, comes around, goes on his little TV show he has, and he's, you know, he's Mr. You want to talk about creepy? What about the dude that's frozen and Scrooged, like frozen solid? Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> but he's like tearing up at the end and uh, the his eyes, I guess. You know, it really he gets emotional. Uh, Viola Davis is like his uh, secretary or something. Her kid speaks for the first time. You know what he says, of course, you know the uh, God blesses everyone or you know, it's it's a it it's kind of brings some emotion it's been done to before. the movie. It, no, no. Yeah. No. It's a modern it's, adaptation I mean, it's, it's of a no classic horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to let my uh, personal uh, <laughs> mental instability sway the vote. I, I, I can't think, vote for screws. I think but. we're all going to get up tomorrow. I'm going to go get a big van. We're going to hop in and we're going to drive up I-77 up in Cleveland. To just to experience the real thing and... Chris or uh, uh, Clay, I don't know why I said Chris. I don't either. Now he doesn't even know who we are. Anymore. I think I looked at your shirt. Um, Cliff, did you not? His shirt does not say Chris. It says Merry Christmas. Um, did you not own one of the lamps? One of the leg lamps? Yeah, I have one of them. Fragile. It must be Italian. Well, I think that says fragile, honey. Oh, yeah. The little like, small. Like Cliff, I've been to the real Christmas Story house in yeah. Cleveland. It's it's really worth going, actually. What you know, It's not as scary as you would think. Um, <laughs> and River City Comic Con had one of the actors from... I did get to meet Ian Petrella, who played the younger brother, Randy. 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 Yeah. yeah. He was and a cool dude. Was uh, it you that were telling me about the um, Ralphie is in partners with Will Ferrell? Was it you? No, that was the conversation we had. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the actor that played Ralphie is, uh, <laughs> I don't get his buddies right. with. 
with Vince Vaughn and oh, John Favreau and Will Ferrell's in, yeah okay. a lot of the they're in a lot of each other's movies and productions but so well he's more behind the scenes he's a producer he is now yeah yeah, yeah. yeah Christmas Story is kind of weird because it, it, you know it's it's it feels like you know it's a cult movie is thing you know I don't it wasn't big when it came out or anything like that you know it really developed as this cult movie but now it's grown so far beyond being even it's not it's a cult bigger movie. than it really it's, is yeah it's you know? everyone in America knows this movie watches this movie you don't have a choice the, the lines you know the, I was even the lamp to the kid in the suit yeah it's like everyone knows every scene from this movie it was even it was featured like, on the last episode of the Goldbergs mm-hmm. yeah this is. I'm sorry, it's an American classic. This is my 1B to my Christmas vacation. I'm going to not make Cliff cry. I'm just (laughs) pulling his leg here. I can't pick Scrooge over a Christmas story. I will say my favorite about the Christmas story is when he's beating the one kid up and he starts, like, not even saying anything intelligent. Yeah, it's just just cussing and... You I have since heard of people under extreme duress speaking in strange tongues. I became conscious that a steady torrent of obscenities and swearing of all kinds was pouring out of me as I screamed. My, my, I think my favorite scene is when you hear the big crash of the lamp and and the you know the father comes running in and and you know there's the mother standing there with the little watering her plants and and he can't even you know fester the words and all he gets out is get the glue (laughs) (laughs) and she she says we're all out (laughs) you used up all the glue on purpose Seth we're going Christmas Story. Yeah, I want to yeah. Michael. Yes, yes that's Christmas fun. Story, Jerry. Yes. Oh, Christmas Story. Whoo! <laughs> uh, we gave you a little scare there. A little scare there. <laughs> First round matchup, Home Alone. We're going to miss a plane! When the McAllister family left on their Christmas vacation... Did we miss a plane? No, you just made it. Yeah! They forgot one small thing. Have yourself... a terrible feeling. Christmas... Did you lock up? Let yeah. yourself be light. Do we set the timers on the lights? Mm-hmm. What else could we be forgetting? Our troubles will be ours. Kevin! Ah! Home Alone. Versus the Santa Claus 1994 Tim Allen. Dad, you're the clatter. Somebody's on the roof. Maybe it's Santa. Not now, Charlie. This Christmas, Scott Calvin's getting into the spirit the only way he can. Hey, you! Uh, 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 uh. Whoa! By accident. If something should happen to me, put on my suit, the reindeer will know what to do. He's Santa! You killed him! I actually really enjoy all the Santa Claus movies. And I something that I've shared with my kids and stuff, so I've always enjoyed that, where... I I completely hate Home Alone. I've never liked it, never enjoyed it. I don't know what it is about the movie or the sequel. I just never been a fan. You know he's Buzz Lightyear also. Well, yeah, I okay. know that. Yeah, it's weird. You know, Home Alone is one of those movies where you know, like I remember we got it on VHS. 
probably not long after it came out, and I was like, it was, I was right in that sweet spot of that age where like, yeah, this movie's awesome. Oh, this movie was hilarious when you were a kid. Yeah, and then I got, there was like, we'd had it for a year, and I watched it again, and I was like, I kind of hate this movie. <laughs> and I remember, I remember very distinctly thinking, that was the, kind of the first movie that I hated was Home Alone, and I don't know why. And I watch it now, and I don't hate it as much. Yeah. And like my my kids had watched it, you know, in the last couple of years, and like, oh, that's pretty funny. I'm like, yeah, but I just for some reason I can't shake that feeling of me being like, you know, ten years old, and just being like, meh, I don't like Home Alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't understand why. It, I mean, other than the Christmas decorations he uses, it's not really a Christmas movie. It's about an abandoned child. Are you here all alone? I'm eight years old. You think I'd be here alone? I don't think so. Yeah, the same thing could happen if they went on summer vacation. Right. When they when they were there, they treated him like crap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they do the song "Run, Run, Rudolph." So oh, yeah, that's okay. that's true. And also, you know, he's singing in the choir. You know, and his stupid older brother holds the candles up. I mean, it, it is. I will say, it's set at Christmas, so it's as mm-hmm. Christmas as half the things on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's another John Hughes movie. I like it. You know, I think, uh, I, you know, Marvin Harry, Joe Pesci, and Daniel Stern mm-hmm. are fantastic. These are iconic Christmas characters, yeah. you know, from movies. Why did you take your shoes off? Why you dress like a chicken? That, a lot, you know, all the hijinks that ensue throughout the movie, you know, are classic. You, you remember all that stuff, you know. This is my house. I have to defend it. Stepping on tacks and getting the paint dumped on you and the hot doorknob and yeah, yeah, all that stuff. I I always liked it and you know compared to the Santa Claus, which is not a bad movie. I'm um for me, Home Alone. I was when it came out. I was probably at that right age for it. I was I thought it was great. I think I went actually to see it a couple times in theater. Me and my friends at the time. You know, we all thought, oh, this is. The funniest thing ever. Um, but yeah, I agree. It, I don't know how well it aged there for a while growing up. I hadn't actually watched it in many, many years um, until we caught it. I think last year, my daughter was like, "Oh, what's this?" And she was like, you know, seven, and she thought it was great. She's like, "Oh, this is I love this." She couldn't get enough of it. So I kind of, for me, I kind of got to re-experience it a little bit. Um, on her level again and you know kind of was like oh yeah this you know this is kind of kind of cool um the santa claus i actually just recently watched again and um realized that i kind of had a a strange opinion or viewing like i'd seen the sequels to it and i kind of grouped them all together you know what we're going to do is we're going to get out of here because this whole thing is stupid Okay, everything I want to do is stupid. But after just sitting down and watching the the first one, um, it's honestly kind of sad. It's a sad movie. It's not like the sequels at all. I mean, well, the sequels get extremely convoluted. Yeah. Uh, my my and, son, tried, he's like, I really like the third one. He told me the plot of it the other day, and I was like, What in the heck are yeah. you talking so about? Martin Short in it. Yeah. Or whatever. Yes. It's like yeah. It's crazy sounding, and that's how sequels get. They have to go bigger and crazier. Yeah, I kind of think the the second and third one kind of lost a a lot of the plot. The the first one is a good idea, and I I actually thought they executed it pretty well. Oh, grow up. The reason we're here is that this is far more serious than a boy believing or not believing in Santa Claus. That's right, because Charlie thinks that this whole thing actually happened. Scott, what was the last thing you and Charlie did? before you went to bed Christmas Eve. 
We shared a bowl of sugar, some shots of brown liquor, played my shotguns, field dressed a cat, looked for women. I read him a book. What book? Uh, Hollywood Wives. The night before Christmas, folks, come on. You know, yeah, I, I mean, rewatching it the other night, there was a, there's actually a lot of emotion behind it. Um, just in, in, you know, here's a single dad in the scene where he goes, you know, Jordan is, his, is like burying his head right now. He's got to take it. his son, you know, he's divorced and got to take him to like Denny's and, you know, kind of gives, there's just a bunch of other single divorced dads there with their kids and they all just kind of give that nod like, yeah, you know, um, there's a lot of heart behind that. Before you get into the, you know, oh, he kills Santa Claus, <laughs> knocking him off the roof, and nobody seems to care at all. Do you so, like either of these? I, I've got some more psychological trauma that ruins Santa Claus. <laughs> all right. That's what this podcast needs. I don't want to get into Do you need that. a psychologist? Well, it was the, the year, we'll set the year, 1994. It was the first date I ever went on. With a female. <laughs> I'm going to the movies. <laughs> We're like, oh, what do you want to see? I don't know. What do you want to see? Oh, I don't know. What do you want to see? I'm like, hey, uh, uh, Stargate's coming out. <laughs> nice. A classic a, date nice. movie. Yeah, so I'm like, I want to see Stargate, obviously. Not understanding the female mind. Is not want to see Stargate. It has been buried for thousands of years. So I go to the movies. I'm all nervous. I'm right. And... Five minutes after, it's ten minutes after. The movie's already started. She hasn't shown up yet. I'm like, have I been stood up? She comes rolling in ten minutes late. Oh, did we miss the beginning of Stargate? Oh, clever, she clever girl. Good. And I'm like, oh, I think we did. She's like, well, I think the Santa Claus is playing right now. And I was like, oh, okay. All right, <laughs> see how this goes. I get it. I understood women. <laughs> like, 14 years old. So I sat through the Santa Claus with my arms crossed angry, wanting to be watching Kurt Russell Russell. jump through Stargates. (laughs) Who wouldn't? (laughs) And we remained friends and I asked her years and years later, I was like, you did that on purpose, didn't you? She's like, yes, obviously I did that on purpose. (laughs) I didn't want to see a stupid sci-fi movie. That's good. So Jordan Bow. Home Alone. I love Home Alone. (laughs) How I spend all my nights Home Alone. I'm backing him up. (laughs) (laughs) All over Santa Claus. Okay. Uh, Just like a woman. (laughs) No, it did not leave me with lasting uh, well issues. Yes, but. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Santa Claus on this one. Again, this is one that I, I've experienced with my kids, and to me, just it's uh, a little more Christmassy than Home Alone. So I'm gonna go Santa Claus. I boy, that's tough. I'll go with Santa Claus. Michael, Santa Claus. All right, Tim wow, Allen. It is. It's an upset. That is an upset. I thought I made that abundantly clear when we first started talking about this Santa Claus. <laughs> This ends part two of the epic So Ho 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 podcast. Stay tuned for part three.